0: All right. Well, we are back with another episode. I hope all of you guys are doing great. Hello, Philip. How Hi, are
1: you? I'm all right, man. What's How going are
0: you? On? I'm doing great. Yeah. I'm doing great. Uh, I, I'm excited today. We're, we're going to tussle. Uh, we're going to go back to a little bit of school day info, some some changes of some, some I think, school districts.
1: Yeah, I think tussle is the right word if we're going back to anything <laughs> involving my school days. So.
0: Yeah, we've got a great show for you guys, so uh, let's get started. <laughs> Welcome to Neighbors Don't Knock, the show that brings you hilarious, unapologetic conversations only these neighbors can have. Join them and guests in their weekly mission to expand the neighborhood. Now, here's your hosts, Brian Chambers and Philip Goffrey. What's going on, guys? Hello, all you loyal neighbors out there, you new neighbors, or you want to be neighbors. Yeah, and hi, Heidi. Hello, that's the name of our camera, Uh, or at least our primary camera. Camera A is Heidi. (laughs) I didn't know that until today. This fine gentleman informed me that uh, camera A is Heidi. It just came out. It just came out. Um, But we have a great show for you today. Uh, We are going to get into a little bit of school day changes that are happening for some uh, school districts here in Texas. Also, deep in the heart of Texas. I know. Don't forget to uh, make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast. Whether you're watching on YouTube or listening on any of your audio devices.
1: Indeed, you know he's serious about that too because he gives you the politician finger.
0: I I, I, I know. I try to to not do that. I know it's a very aggressive I about a pencil, like a, a Bob pencil. Dole move. You know? <laughs> uh, but we want to expand the neighborhood, and you guys can do that. Also, you can help with supporting the show by going to our pod inbox dot com slash neighbors don't knock and leave us a voice message or audio message that can end up on the show Uh, your neighbor stories advice anything you want to share with us uh, comments about the show and uh, you know we'd love to hear from you Uh, but we we like thinking about what you think do we yeah oh sorry camera's still rolling this is not a clip uh i'm I'm just kidding just kidding we do we like hearing from you guys uh but today we are gonna make sure that we get into a little bit of the school discussion also at the end of the episode our Famous neighbor tweets. Infamous. Infamous? Famous? Infamous? Okay. Okay, so, yeah. Uh, So we're going to jump right in. Okay, this North Texas school district has just approved moving to a four-day school week. Okay, this is adding to apparently a statewide trend, which I wasn't aware of this statewide trend. Uh, And it says more just according to uh, ABC 8... Uh, in North Texas, more districts across the state have been moving to a four-day school uh, school day week. Uh, this is in Anna, Texas, and it's for it's a pilot for. I think they believe it was voted on for about a three-year. Yeah, I, that's I guess, right. Experiment. The, the
1: Anna one is a three-year
0: run. Yeah, starting uh, for the 2023-2024 school year, which would basically mean that. Kids are in school from Monday to Thursday and have four-day weekends every week. Three-day weekends. Or sorry, three-day weekends every weekend. Thank you. Uh, So this, obviously, they would have to adjust calendars and school vacation days and things like that. But it has apparently been voted on, and uh, it yielded a 72% of parents and 87% of staff in favor of the adjustment. Uh, I'm not shocked that 87% of the staff... (laughs) Is in favor of yeah. this? That's weird. I I mean, <laughs> I yeah. mean, it was like, wait, I you know, I don't have to work an extra day. Oh no! <laughs> you know, you know, when they
1: sat down for the vote, you had the one teacher like, y'all messing with me,
0: right? <laughs> yeah, well, I, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> everyone say <"I>, aye <laughs> aye. Well, okay, so this is this is interesting to me because we've talked about uh for the four day work week. In fact, uh, Joe Sanak, uh, one of our previous neighbors that stopped by had a book that he did uh, and talking about the four-day work week. So, Yeah, in fact,
1: if you want to hear that episode, that's back in our fourth season. That one was titled Thursday is the New Friday.
0: Yeah, uh, a great episode, and a shout-out to Joe. Hope you're doing well. Uh, you know, I, it's very interesting that we talk about this with school because I, I know it's different when you're talking about work week because as adults and as you get older, you have more responsibilities that stack up, It, you, you know. So they just keep going. And and of course, we have, a, a lot of us, I, I personally feel a lot of us as adults struggle with time management. I, I think it's a larger population that struggles with that. Not just Now, there are some that are great with it. I'm not saying that I'm great with it. I think I can manage my time pretty well, but even still, I, I don't do a great job with it. But moving this into a four-day school week, um aside a teachers aside, let, let's let's start with the kids. And you having a daughter, are you for this?
1: You know, I was reading about this because my my instinct sort of when you first brought this to my attention was to be like, what? That's crazy. But as I read more and more about it, they there are some arguments that make sense to do this. Okay. Now, if you look at it from the kids, perspective <laughs> yeah. um
0: yeah let's please let's look at it from the kids perspective <laughs> yeah yeah so
1: I, I think that i mean obviously all the kids are going to be, yay right hey, this, yeah. this, this is great but I, I think that there there's a lot of wasted time in schools and i can see them being able to truncate some of the fluff that we built up over the generations now into a four-day School week. You I mean, wasted time
0: as in like extra recess, like a second recess. No, no, no. Or... I don't. I
1: don't so much mean the breaks per se. I think that they've just uh, taken to trying to cram too much into the school day, and they can trim some of the fat out. Does that make sense? Okay. Like uh, the curriculum has become a little bit too lofty, in well, my opinion.
0: Let me. Okay. Let me. Let me ask you this then. What would you say to people that? Argue the point that they're teaching the state tests and not teaching curriculum.
1: Well, I think that's uh, that's that's part of the same problem, right? Is that the the testing methods are built just to come up with some kind of a scorecard to make it look like you're doing a good job, and it doesn't actually give the kids much real world education. Um, but I think that you know you can you can trim some of the curriculum down. Uh, without having to, to really have that be part of the discussion, right? That's a that's a different discussion.
0: I, I can see that. But I mean when you say things like trim it down, not to me, those are more trigger negative trigger words for or as if I were a parent saying, Okay, we're trimming down. So now we're having less time in the class to Get through material and, and, and well, having to stack this. But again, we, we did, in, in all fairness, uh, as kind of conceding to some of your points, they did mention that it would change the calendar of how they would structure the school year, which you would have to because you can't keep the same. No, for sure. Can, everything everything would have to calendar. change. Yeah.
1: yeah, everything would have to change. And, and maybe it maybe it uh, even cuts a bit into summer break. Which I think would be a good thing. I think summer break is actually a, a bit weird and a bit too long for kids. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, kids. I don't mean to offend you. <laughs> I know. I, don't don't lynch me hey, when I go outside.
0: Hey, I'm just gonna say this right now. There I didn't have a fall break. I, I I had I had Thanksgiving. We had like two days for Thanksgiving. Of course, the holidays, Labor Day, weekend, and then Christmas break yeah we did that, that, that was it. And then, either. of course we had spring break in this in the spring and then summer. we didn't have this fall break in October or I don't know when it was, and then certainly didn't have a full week for Thanksgiving. Yeah. so I, I feel there's a lot of school districts or a lot of schools that have more it or at least to me, feels like there's more holidays built in. and it maybe do you think that's maybe why the reason?
1: I don't know. That, I mean, specifically that, to the summer break thing, the reason why I bring up summer break is because we're one of the few countries that has a gigantic summer break in the first place. And really the only reason why it came to be is because it was growing season, right?
0: Well, we're, I we're, France we're, takes out like a month off, though. D-
1: d- d- you can't use France. <laughs> Again, to all my European <laughs> friends, no offense, but France and Greece and Spain, all three are off the table for this conversation. <laughs> <Okay>.
0: I'll give <laughs> Italy some slack,
1: right? Why? And that says a lot.
0: Hey man, they must be doing it right somehow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> take it they're late. all smiles. They're all <laughs> I mean, smiles. And when I say when I say like take a month off, that's not just school kids. That, that's like everybody.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like
0: the whole country's like, yeah, we're gonna close France down mm-hmm. for the month. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. They're they're all smiles, but you'll notice they're not exactly sending anybody to the moon either. So it's a bit of a <laughs> bit of a catch twenty two there. But, but no, the, the summer vacation thing came because we were, we're a farming country, and it was growing season. Right. Then that's not the case anymore. I mean, obviously, we're still a massive farming country, but but industries have have adapted and grown and the school system really hasn't adapted and grown with them. So I can see cutting into summer a little bit. But I was talking, Brian, more about like, you know, find me a group of 100 parents that think it's a good idea that their kids reading like Ethan Frome.
0: I had to read Ethan Frome. I
1: did too, and it damaged me for life. I'm <laughs> I, I'm still mad at you for making me read
0: Ethan Frome. Yeah, a little Red Badge of Courage that's, in there too. No, the Red and... Badge that can stay. Oh, that can yeah, stay. That can oh, stay. Okay. But Ethan Frome. Oh, we nixing Doctor Seuss. I mean, some schools have.
1: <laughs> that's a whole different conversation. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, so that's, I'm saying. Don't so get me so you, started on you that start one. Cho-
0: I mean, but the thing is, anytime you start major changes like that, it's it becomes a snowball effect. So, not to get off topic with with the curriculum in the schools because that, that's not the topic that we're talking about. You're right. That is for another day. But, <laughs> the <from>. oh, <laughs> um, but the same thing that I will argue that parents are excited for this because it could potentially allow kids, as you're arguing, to be more productive. What about the parents that have to work and that kids are in school five days a week and they don't have or have to pay for childcare now? Yeah, or, are, or are the schools covering childcare. Now, I, I I believe that they I was reading up if you're if it's fourth grade or younger, you could send them to school, or this is only to a certain grade level or something like that. But still, if you have kids that are from, let's say fifth grade to ninth grade, right, or uh, let's just say the seniors, right, we'll say fifth grade to 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 twelfth grade, you know, they have a three day weekend. Um, obviously when you get into high school, you know, you can self take care of yourself, but you're talking about younger kids that need supervision or don't have any childcare or a parent that has no way of of dealing with that. That becomes a problem.
1: Yeah. And I don't have a good argument for that, Brian. I, I really don't because I can see how that's a huge problem for a lot of people. I mean, heck, it would be a problem in my household. Um, let alone people that have, you know, more than one job for each parent in the household. I can completely understand that. And and they're, obviously, they're going to have to come up with some kind of a way to balance it out. Like you're talking about, maybe like the lower grade levels at least have an option for yeah, sending I mean, the it's, kids to some kind of a program.
0: We're point. not. I mean, the modern world that we live in today, right? It's it's acceptable, and most families have our our parents are both working. Yeah, right. I mean, that's very typical these days.
1: Yeah, and ISD is joining not one, not two, but fifty other Texas school districts that have gone this route and they tend to be in rural, rural communities, not, not so much urban communities, which makes a lot of sense to me. Um, one because less aimless kids by the masses running around. Right. And two, they've got financing problems. But when I looked at this, I thought, God, how can that be? How can 50 different school districts in test in Texas, um, be adopting this? I came across some interesting articles. One of, one of which was in the wall street journal. And it turns out that nationwide, this is a trend. Depending on which article you read, there are anywhere from 660 to 800 school districts in the U.S. that have gone to a four-day school week.
0: Well, I mean, okay, if you're looking at from a cost perspective, I, I can see.
1: Well, it says something, be- be- right? It well, says, because you're
0: you're going to be cutting like a lot of those programs, like the before school breakfasts and lunch, and the, you know the making sure all kids are fed and things like that. It cuts down on that cost. You know, it now what I would be interested in is to see does it affect teacher salary? Now jumping kind of the other side of the coin too. Now we're talking finances and cutting things, are you paying teachers less now?
1: It's a very good question. I do know that a lot of right, Do you of, think
0: they're gonna take they're gonna they're gonna take less money for that extra oh yeah, day? Of
1: course they will. No. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no.
1: I but mean let's let's be honest. Will, they th-
0: won't be happy. They won't be happy that they have to do the keep to the five day week. Yeah, but they'll be they'll be even more miserable or more upset. I I feel if you have to cut their pay, yeah. even though they're working one day less.
1: Well, we can be honest with each other, and I think audience uh, honest with our audience that we can all agree that teachers in this country are underpaid for the nature of the job.
0: I, well, I agree with that. There because so, these days you have to be, you have to be like a self defense, you know, expert. There, there's you a lot. have to be a you know, a a paramedic, almost a semi-paramedic person, you know, you have to have training and you have to basically have Navy SEALs training these days to be a teacher.
1: But I also think that we can all agree that not all teachers deserve the job. And there's something interesting in that, because if you read these articles about why these school districts are going to a four-day school week, most of them will mention that they're having trouble retaining teachers. The teachers are jumping ship. What are they jumping ship for? Well, they're jumping ship for districts that have four-day schools. <laughs> well, So it's become a bit of a snowball problem. Or,
0: or more money, you know.
1: Or more money. Yeah, But also, if you look, a lot of these districts that are doing this, they don't have the funding that they need to stay competitive. So it speaks to a bigger problem. But a four-day school week might be a perfectly viable solution
0: I'm not to gonna stop lie. that bleeding. I'm not going to lie. It is enticing because I mean, like like we've talked like we said before we talked about a 4-day work week we could be more productive but do you feel let, let let's maybe let's let's sit that into their shoes do you feel work week as a teacher or professional if you had a 4-day work week every week would you be giving more time to yourself or would you just be finding time to fill in other things that you didn't get to in those 4 days
1: well what's the difference
0: I mean, you'd still be, quote unquote, working, even though you're not at Well,
1: I'm not going to take my additional weekend day to go meditate all day long. I mean, I don't know <laughs> I don't know what, what the difference really is. But um, yeah, I, I think that it's a problem if the schools adopt this and then use it as an excuse to increase the outside of school workload for the students, then that would be a really big problem. Because I actually believe that we have a retarded amount of homework as a society for most of these kids. I think that you know something. Like on average, like a good student spends four or five hours every single night after after school programs, after sports, mm. working on homework. So that's crazy. And if they try to if they try to pile more on, I think that'd be even more crazy. I think that it would be really interesting if if money is the driving factor behind this. If they're trying to retain better teachers and entice teachers to come in by adopting a four day work week for teachers. I think it would be very interesting if they offer the students incentives to do things like improve the school, get involved in programs that would, you know, benefit society rather than just saying, okay, you have a three-day weekend, go do with it what you will.
0: Well, I mean, if you're increasing or changing the calendar, I should say, uh, so that you're you're there throughout the year more, which I, I think is actually kind of a cool thing, you're changing all kinds of programs at that point, too. Of course. You know, so especially those that are in season for sports or certain other activities. So, those are those all change. So, I'm so you may have a point, it may allow students to get involved with other, you know, theater, arts, other things like that that maybe they wouldn't be because they were playing sports or doing other things. So, I, I look at that as a positive, but I also look at that as a The money's not. You're not really saving a lot of money because because yeah, you're you're doing the four days, so maybe it's now they claim it's for the benefit of the students, but I really feel it's for the benefit of maintaining the teachers.
1: I think it is too. I think that's the real argument behind it, and that's and that's why I'm looking at it with maybe a bit more of a a positive uh, spin or or even playing devil's advocate about it because I think that from a operation standpoint and a finance standpoint, it, it, it all kind of Makes sense if you're trying to, in, you know, give good work incentives and cut costs. For the students, I, I don't know. I, I think it'd be way too young to even know. We'd have to have years of testing before we really knew how it yeah. affected the students. I, I will say, Brian, though, that you were talking about not necessarily saving money. I think you still would be because if you go to a four-day school week and then offer things on the fifth day for students to do, you still don't need a full staff.
0: Well, I mean, right. that, Well, yeah, that's... So even if you can cut your staff by I mean, 50% that's required may- on that maybe, day. Maybe. Again, maybe. You don't know if you need a full staff at that fair.
1: point. Fair. It's also going to depend on the school and, and the
0: district. Exactly, because some of these districts have a large amount of kids. And and again, if you have kids that need after-school daycare or another day uh, or somewhere to go, right, you you can't just hire you know the weekend crew to come in for like three... You know, you now you may be right. You may not need an entire full staff, but it all it's all gonna depend. But all those programs that you're gonna change or either increase or prolong might increase those those budgets in those areas.
1: Maybe. And and people are always gonna take what they can. So one of the risks that I, I think that you're alluding to, and I think you're right, if you look at, for example, the sports that you bring up, you as a coach know this. If you're if you're working in a sports program, and anyone who's ever dealt with sports in a public education environment or any education environment know this, it never stops. The people yeah, it never stops. <laughs> and and the people that are running the sports program are gonna take whatever they can, right? They're yeah. gonna take as many hours as they can, they're gonna take whatever budget they can. So yes, you do run the risk of maybe ballooning other budgets and then shooting yourself in the foot from the very beginning. But I don't know, man. If we go back to the students though for a second, if you think back to simon and garfunkel right if you think back on all the crap you learned in high school <laughs> it's just, there's, there's stuff you can
0: cut out of this i am not a, i'm not arguing that i i agree with you but i will i will argue this from the i i guess more I'm not a parent but from more of an adult point of view of the kids and having taught before and and worked with kids in schools i think it's important for them to have somewhere to go
1: yeah, I don't disagree. I, I think the structure in that regard is important. So I do think these these districts need to come up with something that's not just a complete blow off day, right? Yeah. It needs to be
0: that's and that's what I'm scared gets that's, involved. that's what I, I guess sorry, I'm scared, but that's what I would worry as a parent if this were going to be successful. That there would have to be something or or something that could be offered because honestly, there, there's I've seen I've seen kids in school that they get involved with certain programs or after school things and. You know, giving them that time to be there is so beneficial. And if they didn't have that, who knows?
1: Yeah, it is hard to argue against that. I I, I have got nothing against that.
0: I mean, I mean that that, that's my one big thing with it. Now, as as someone, if I was a teacher, um, currently in in a school, then I would absolutely be excited as long as my pay wasn't cut. So I would be in that boat too, you, you know, cause no one wants to lose money on this, but, but, and maybe it balances out. Maybe you're saying you extend the calendar. So those summer days that all the teachers get off, you know, you can't take a two month vacation anymore, you know? Right.
1: We'll give you three day weekend, but your summer vacation and you is get now two week, a month. Now you're to right, two weeks whatever, like everybody yeah. else,
0: right? You, you get your allotted two weeks. I, I wouldn't
1: mind seeing that too, because you do bring up the problem with daycare and, 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 uh, you know, child care that parents can face with this. Well, I mean, summer vacation is a big problem for a lot of parents out there. I I see parents struggle every single year trying to figure out what to do with their kids. And that's why summer camps and all that. Oh, the people throw. Well, and
0: and again, now you, you, well, huge money. It is a lot of money. So now, and again, when you start affecting people's bottom line with camps and summer programs and things like that, it changes other things. And you're going to have, now, again, you can't, it's hard to argue with a school district when their point of view is, we are doing this for the kids. And as long as that's the argument.
1: Yeah, indeed. I think we've seen I, I think
0: it's hard to really it's hard to go against that and, and win.
1: Indeed. I, I think we've seen in, in current events, right? In the in, in, you know, the news cycle that these school districts have managed to create quite a bit of power for themselves. It is very difficult to go against them and and to make an argument that they'll listen to. But I will say, man, if, if it's really true, if between 660 and 800 school districts around the country have adopted this program, maybe there's something to it.
0: Uh, we, we shall see. Uh, well, we'll pose that question to you guys. What do you guys think? Should schools go to a four-day school uh, school week? I mean, whether you're a teacher, a parent, or a student yourself that happens to be watching this. yeah. Um, and should
1: they keep inflicting Ethan Frome onto poor young minds?
0: and we with that we'll take a word from our sponsor Neighbors Don't Knock is produced by CNG Communications. CNG specializes in small batch voiceover and video production for commercial media, podcasting, radio and more.
1: Combining years of experience in podcasting, acting and sales, CNG offers Big media products at small business prices. That's right.
0: To learn more, visit their Facebook page or email them directly at admin at cngcommunications.com.
1: And now, back to the show.
0: All right, so our next segment is becoming one of my favorites. Are you ready? I am. It is time for Tweets with neighbors okay so this week with neighborly tweets that we have found i found two scouring twitter finding helpful disgraceful or just plain hilarious tweets by neighbors (laughs) disgraceful tweets there's a couple (laughs) <laughs> there's a couple, but we, uh, uh, today's two winners. All right. So one, this is from at Olivia P Dan, uh, uh I don't know if I'm going to pronounce that right. Olivia PD Andrea. Okay. She says my Alexa was playing in quotes, not loud when I got home from work and I was left with a petty note from the only neighbor I've ever had a problem with. Should I leave on only bebop songs for my shift tonight? Question mark. And she posted a poll. A hundred percent of people said yes. F her. Zero <laughs> percent said Olivia stop.
1: Okay. So hang on, <laughs> so, o- Olivia. So, Olivia, so. let me uh, let me interject a little bit here. So. One, I'm sorry that you have a passive-aggressive neighbor leaving you notes. That's not the way to handle neighborly conflicts ever. And we at Neighbors Uh, Don't Knock certainly don't (laughs) condone passive-aggressive behavior. However, uh, one— it's
0: kind of the same what she's doing back to her. Exactly. You're you're (laughs) reacting with a passive-aggressive
1: response. Two, can we please, please, as a society, insist that we don't say things like, I left my Alexa on— It's it's not Alexa. It's not Siri. Okay, you have a smart speaker. You have a speaker that you left on. You left your stereo on. That's what it comes down to. I
0: can see this really getting to you. It does.
1: (laughs) It does because I hear it all the time. I hear, oh, I told my Siri this. Oh no, you didn't. (laughs) There is no your Siri. It's it's a it's a smart speaker that accepts instructions to you know. As soon soon as you buy your
0: own Apple product, Siri is individually yours. Like you know it's like Siri has babies and then they give everyone their own little Siri Yeah, baby. but if I'm
1: bumping <laughs> to my bebop on my home pod I'm not like, "Oh, I was playing my Siri," you know. So let's just get that out of the way. But I I don't know. Um if you hate your neighbor, sure crank it up baby. Do I it.
0: you so you you're you're all four.
1: No, but oh, yeah, so no, obvi- okay, obviously no. everybody well, <laughs> else. I figured <laughs> I'd right. jump on the bandwagon here. Yeah, you're, you're of course gonna... you should crank up your stereo. No, be a good name. Turn your music
0: down. <laughs> What's going on here? Wow, yeah, because I I feel like that she's gonna find a. a A brick through the window or something. Well, exactly. With a note that's saying, "I turned it off." Yeah, people don't
1: understand (laughs) that passive aggressive behavior is what leads to road rage.
0: Yeah, it escalates. Well, or house rage. I don't know. What's the right proper word? You know, some disgruntled mailman going to go crazy. Yeah, so please don't become a don't let neighbor rage build up. Neighbor rage. Ooh. Yeah, I know, right? Okay, coined so, here. That's right. So Olivia, we we wish you well with that. Uh
1: Yeah, good luck with your
0: Alexa. Yes, I I I would be happy to hear how this come the outcome is uh after that little altercation is complete. Um as we move on. So, this is from Walt Williams, so at Walt D. Williams. Oh. He says, Yes, Mr. Malt D. Williams. (laughs) (laughs) Every few months, my neighbor's kid is like, I'll challenge you to Mario Kart. And as a reasonable adult, I know I should let them win. The problem is it's just really, really funny when they lose. (laughs) Wow. Walt. (laughs) So wow. Walt. your your neighbors' kids, man. I I hope they're I hope you guys are very close, because it it is a little rough. And, and I'm I'm speaking on this. I'm I'm torn on his decision on this. I really am because the competitive side of me wants to win a lot. Well, first of all, and, gonna... and hates to lose even to kids. Right? I, I'm one of those I just drop the control and they'll let me go out. Like yeah. right? You know, I haven't played I haven't played a lot of video games recently. But I know Mario Kart, man, and I know these days. <laughs> I know Mr. Mario Kart. I know some Mario Kart. And I know it's hard to lose. I know it's it, it hurts. It hurts to lose. But you're also not the one that has to see that kid cry or throw a temper tantrum when you leave.
1: That man makes a good point, and and also, well, you can't be that close to your neighbor if you're tweeting about it and not worried about your neighbor reading. Right,
0: my neighbor's kid. <laughs> yeah, 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 wow, <laughs> right, wow. Yeah. So now, and also, I guess Walt, you're now teetering a little bit of creepy. Yeah,
1: well, here's my neighborly <laughs> advice on this one, uh, Mr. Walt D. I say let them win three times consecutively, and then thwap, put them back in their place every fourth game. So,
0: so now you're suggesting to hustle the kid. Yeah. So <laughs> don't put any money on this game. You know, that, that's all what I What if they're say.
1: hustling you, Walt? What it, if they're waiting for you to get
0: a little too confident and all of a sudden they do put some skin on oh, the game? That oh, would, that, would that would be juicy. Kids are crafty. That would be very, very juicy. I mean, I, I've heard them. I mean, I'm sure there's there's video game tournaments all the time. Mm-hmm. They might just be testing out their skills. Every day I'm hustling. I, <laughs> so I, I, I don't know. Uh, Walt, th- th- this one's kind of on you. Uh, as long as, I guess, your neighbor's kids parents are okay with this going down <laughs> i i hope you're just not My like neighbors' I, kid. I, the only the only thing that worries me with, with this tweet and, and again this is just a tweet it's you know we're obviously assuming a lot of things here but it's just the way it's put out there it sounds walt like you're just rolling over to your neighbor's house and just to go play video games yeah well so, that, that's, do you happen to be a teacher in that's a four-day
1: work week I, yeah. district? Like, how much time do you have to go play Mario Kart, Bud?
0: That's my that's my my bigger concern yeah, about. I think Walt's retired. Maybe, maybe based on the picture, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Well, we wish you well. We wish you luck, Walt, with that. You know, solving that problem. Indeed, um, avoid those
1: banana peels.
0: Yep, exactly. Uh, let the kid win every once in a while, man. Just three times. play play it up, play it up. So. Uh, And that will do it this week. For Neighbor Tweets.
1: You know, for our YouTube viewers, I'm really tempted to put an El Camino just rolling across (laughs) the screen whenever I hear that. It's a lowrider.
0: Well, I think we've exhausted this one enough, Uh, Philip. I had a good time hanging out. I did,
1: too. Thanks, Brian, for coming by. A bit of a serious one this time around. But I would like to hear your opinion on this. Please do comment, 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 comment. Let us know what you think about our neighbor tweets and about a four-day school week.
0: Yeah. And make sure you guys like, follow, and subscribe. Uh, Go back and check out past episodes. Check out our YouTube channel. We'd love to connect with you there. There's some fun content. Uh, You know, you never know which neighbors are going to stop by. And we do have some great guests coming by this season. Indeed. Season six is
1: chock-a-block full of good neighbors stopping by and great guests. So be sure to keep an eye out for more and more content to follow.
0: All right. So new episodes every Friday, guys, for these two neighbors. Peace. Out.